this girl that I knew was going through something mm-hmm. and I sent her flowers, sure. but I sent them anonymously. I didn't put my name on it, anything like that. Yeah. And a friend was there to know, like they saw, they knew that the flowers were for me and the person, not the girl, but the person that was there texted me saying, bro, your dumbass didn't <laughs> didn't put a name on it. And I was like, that's the point. It doesn't matter if it's from me. It just matters that she knows right. that somebody cares. But then again, if that w- like if that was my girlfriend, mm-hmm. and I sent flowers, best believe I'm putting my name <laughs> and I'm putting it in bold letters right. with a neon sign <laughs> so that she doesn't forget it because right, I right. need the I want I want the the recognition when it comes to things like that. So yeah, yeah. it kind of helped me notice like yeah, there is good and there's bad, but I don't think that should be the main thing that we judge a person on i right. think if a person is trying to do better today than what they were doing yesterday that should be all that matters i love that and it's so important i think in some of these professional leagues they say you're only as good as your last game or you're only as good as your last touchdown or whatever yeah. right and that's not true you know it's not fair to be defined by one experience in your life mm-hmm. right it's a sanskrit truth that i like to read and it says that Life is just a series of lessons. There Mm -hmm. are no mistakes. Mm -hmm. So you are where you are, and you have to accept that Mm -hmm. and honor that. But don't judge yourself by that. You know, even if you do a great job this next time, you're still not only that, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to move in a way where you are not judging yourself based on what you just did or what you think you're about to do. Mm-hmm. And if you can dissociate from that identity, then you give yourself so much freedom and grace to be who you actually are. Oh yeah, most definitely. Growing up, like I was also in that same feeling of like it makes me feel good when I make other people feel good. Cause we were also talking off camera saying like how we genuinely at heart, we are people pleasers, no matter in my case, growing up, listening to people like Kanye and rappers saying like, I don't care what anybody thinks of me or what anybody says, but deep down I kind of do. <laughs> if I'm being honest, there's certain people who right. do, who their opinions do matter to sure. me. Sure. And uh, where I'm at now at 24 like, it does matter, like, what my grandparents and family members and people who do know me think of me. What's mattering the most is what I think of me. Oh. Recently was like, yo, you do be doing too much. Like, just giving out love and doing all of this. Like, you are a people pleaser, but, like, stop that. Yeah. Like, kind of <laughs> chill. Like, you do need to take care of yourself because there's a good quote of, like, how could you love anyone else if you can't love yourself? Like, (laughs) how could you really, like, give that love until you know how to love yourself? So one thing that I've been implementing in my daily and weekly routines are self-care, are self-care habits. Like, I'm trying to build from the ground up to where I only use my phone from 12 p.m. to 6 p.m. Yeah. Monday through Friday. Oh, good for you. And then Saturday comes, when Saturday comes, is no work, no schoolwork, no nice. anything. It's just me just chilling. And then Sundays, the phone is off. Oh, you know. The, yeah. I tried calling you yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm Yo, sorry. We, we, got, we, got, we got a podcast to do tomorrow, bro. Are we still doing this thing or what? <laughs> Say you don't pick up his phone. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. I just trust the universe. 
that this is going down. Like, I hope you guys are hearing this. Oh, <laughs> uh, Paul. Uh, but we're 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 film. We're recording this on a Monday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. I should have told you. Because no, yeah. no, it's all right. I respect it. I was uh, actually surprised on it and inspired. I said, you know what? I, I don't know if I'm there yet. Uh-huh. I might go a whole day mm-hmm. turning the phone off. Mm-hmm. But I might try it. <laughs> it's 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 so cleansing, man. It must be because we like our phones are like it's letting us know what's wrong was let whether it's a text message or if it's an email whatever it is and my whole thing is i don't know what that text or call what could be on the other side it could be hey just want to say i love you or it could be like hey something just happened like ukraine is coming for us or whatever it is (laughs) like it could be anything and like for me i just want to say like just for me i just tell myself just for one day i don't want to know yeah I just don't want to deal with sure, any of it. Sure. I love that. Thank you. And I mean, I do have a little luxury because I'm, I'm not a dentist yet. You know, yeah. I'll call you doctor, but I'm like, <laughs> Thank how you. many times, <laughs> how many times do we check our phone every day? And then Man. nothing. <laughs> right. That's another thing. I don't want to be disappointed and be like, let me see who texted me after a whole day of night. Oh, nobody. I, I live <laughs> in that anticipation mode where it's like, Oh, let me, let me check. No, 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 no. Oh, maybe in five minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> or, or many right. cases when I answer it on Monday, I'm like, oh, so nobody wanted right. my help for a whole day. Nobody wanted to Did just nobody text. hit me up the whole day. <laughs> yeah, man. So, I mean, it's things like that all the way to like stretching and I've implemented meditating, which Beautiful. you told me about for a while ago. Beautiful. All those times that I would hear you talking to patients yeah. about the cortisol yeah. and yeah. implementing a meditative practice. It's real life. I, I finally was like, yo, I need to do that. Yeah. It, and it, it works, you know, cause mm-hmm. even just a little bit each day. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. It really does go a long way. It absolutely does. And it's a good way to just start out the morning. And I go all of Sunday of just no TV, oh, no any of that. Yeah. And I just meditate i read i'll do whatever that doesn't involve like the outside world Mm. so what i want to know from you is what are some ways that you what are some practices and habits that you do to self-care you know for me especially as i've gotten deeper into the healing practice i try to listen to what my body needs you know there are of course some constants right Mm -hmm. there's this acronym that Jay Shetty uses. I think that's twice I've mentioned his name now. And it's called Times. T is thankfulness. So whether you do it the night before or first thing in the morning, write down what you're grateful for. Mm. Whether it's five things I like to do, five things that I'm grateful for in the morning, anything from, oh, I am smiling right now, or I'm grateful for my breath right now. If I can't think of anything, I'm grateful that I'm breathing, right? I is intention, introspection. So just taking time to go inside and investigate how you're feeling. Looking in the mirror, saying I love you. Sadhguru, one of my favorite meditation therapists, says to smile. First thing you wake up, it only takes 20 seconds. And M is for meditate. So taking 10 minutes, even if it's just five minutes, it's something to just still your body. It really does allow the vibrations to settle. And and E is for exercise. Whether that's yoga, doing some jumping jacks. and If you're not physically able, you know, move around. 
Mm-hmm. Your knees are bad. I like to swim when I can. So it it, it it helps to get it in in a myriad of ways and to keep it creative. So for me, if I'm, you know, sometimes I won't always write in the journal. Sometimes I'll take a pencil or coloring pen and I'll write on a piece of construction paper and just write it out. You know, maybe I won't write it the same way. You know, maybe I'll write it diagonally in my journal or something like this. So just to keep it creative, yeah. maybe I'll write it in my phone. You know, mm-hmm. So those things are constants. But as you expand outward, it's important to recognize what your body needs throughout the day. That goes with your diet. It goes with exercise. You know, I don't have a very strict gym regimen, but I I go consistently a couple of times out of the week at least. And oh man, I don't know. I do yoga every day. Some yes. kind of stretching. It, mm-hmm. You know, yoga is life. Water is life. Meditation is life. Yeah. I think you got those three things in your regimen. You can do anything else and be fine. You played college basketball, correct? Yeah, I played. At Morehouse, powerful, something like that. Oh, this is before Steph Curry changed the game. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. not out there shooting three. No, get your ass in the post, my friend. Uh-huh. Post up. Uh-huh. Use your big frame and put the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, Everybody's got a shot. Now I got to get back in the gym. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I know for like um, one big thing, or I would say like kind of a negative, but it did teach me a good lesson when I look back on it. It did teach me to persevere playing all those sports but if I could go back and redo it I would just tell myself like persevere but pay attention to your body like you're saying now yeah because too many times and even even when we see in sports today too many times we hear or we see players trying to play through the pain or trying to play through whatever it is that they're going through there were so many times I'd have a messed up ankle messed up wrist whatever it may be and I'm just like you just got to keep going like, don't listen to what the body is saying. Sure, sure. I remember I got I got to high school, um, Illmatic, yeah. New York State of Mind. Yeah. At the end of every single verse, he says, I never sleep because sleep is the cousin of death. Yeah, I took that a little too literally. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I took that a little too literally. And then I went on this deep dive of, like, motivational speakers. Yeah. You know, when you want to succeed as bad as you want to breathe, then you'll be successful. Sure. People saying like, you got to go days without eating. You got to go days without sleeping. All of this was just building in me as a young age to where I get older and I'm like trying to treat that to everything. You know, I get a job and I got to treat it the same way. I got to treat school the same way. And then it becomes harder to pay attention to my body when it's like, Hey, I'm, I'm tired or a, my back hurts or a, I'm hungry. <laughs> like it, it gets, it gets harder. Sure. And I, uh, I know we did dive into talking about why it was tough for us um, to imp- implement self love. But why do you think it is just like in general for people a little bit more specific men, a little bit more more specific black men to take the time to say, all right, let's let's like self care for ourselves. You know. That's a great question. I'm going to take the time out to shout out AD right now, Anthony Davis, for the Lakers. Yeah. I don't know how you guys feel about him, but he is on the bench a lot. Yeah. Because he's always injured. But mm-hmm. I just think he's taking care of his body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he's like late 20s. He doesn't care, right? Yeah, like, yeah. yo, I'm hurting a little bit. I'm not going to play right now because I'm hurting. Mm-hmm. So I think that the ego behind always being an iron iron man 
is so powerful and it's so ingrained in us that it drives a lot of our behavior. Mm. And this behavior is the antithesis of an awareness to what's actually going on. And so we can go back to talking about what true strength is. Is true strength being able to bench 300 pounds or is it understanding that your body may not be able to take that every day for however long during the summer that you need to do it Mm -hmm. to make the team, right? So how can you balance that? Mm -hmm. It's a deconstruction of sorts. Mm -hmm. And you've gone through it Mm -hmm. where you've gotten to a point where your body is screaming at you to stop. (laughs) So not to cut you off. I was just at the gym today and I was doing the bench press and I'm like, man, back in high school, I was doing, I was doing 215. I could do it again. I I put the place on and then I sat down. I'm trying to lift it off. I'm like, Hey, I don't know if I could do it again. Like I used to when I was in high school and then I, I got it off and I was like, you know what? Ain't nobody watching, you know. I ain't, my coach is in here, you know. All the people that I grew up with, you know, it's different. I'm an adult now. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. I can't just be showing off. <laughs> like I gotta pay attention to my body. If I get injured, I'm the only one that's gonna be right. here. <laughs> like, there's no no reason for that. But yeah, <laughs> I don't have the EMT on call right now. But you mm-hmm. know, there's a lot of fear that goes into it, right? Mm-hmm. Fear of not being good enough. Fear of not mm-hmm. being accepted. Mm-hmm. Fear of not being strong enough. Right. And so I don't have the answers. I'm struggling. Right. I was on my um, I had to call my therapist this morning Mm -hmm. talking about authenticity and looking myself in the mirror and asking the hard questions about what it is I want. Not, you know, out of my life, out of my body, out of my relationships, out of my work experience. What do I want? Because how you do one thing is how you do everything. And you just said it. Right. You got super into (laughs) whatever it was you were doing and it translated to every aspect of your life. And, you know, you want to be gentle with yourself. You want to be caring. You want to be nurturing. You want to be aware of what your body needs. But none of this is you're the first or your last. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm stronger than you. I'm better than you. I'm better looking than you. I'm all these things. Mm -hmm. I am, you know, number one, whatever. Mm -hmm. This isn't an awareness. This is a sacrifice. And so you have to ask yourself, how much do you want, are you willing to sacrifice? Because, I don't know, who winning all these championships, it comes at a cost, right? And <laughs> I don't know why I keep thinking about the Lakers. I was watching them earlier. <laughs> Westbrook sitting up here. I, uh-huh. <laughs> Westbrook was at the free throw line today, uh-huh. like literally earlier today. And he missed one free throw, and he got the ball back, and he was kind of smirking and laughing. And I'm thinking to myself, this dude is like, he's either – crazy or (laughs) he's in his happy place and he's Uh good because he doesn't care about what other people think of him i mean miss a free throw austin rose got the rebound lebron this super jam that it was anyway Uh watch the highlight Uh (laughs) Uh my point is there's no it doesn't seem like there's any fear in him to fail and that's empowering because if you can relinquish your identity with being the MVP, being a star player, being the man, not to say that Westbrook has done this, but at some point, these are all questions that we have to ask ourselves. What do we want to be on a daily basis? Mm-hmm. What do we want to be? Not but does everyone else want us to be? What does my body need? What does my spirit need? What is my mental need right now? And so 
being able to, you know, move past that fear. My therapist said this morning, you're going to have to really just do it scared and do it anyway, because you deserve to know what your body needs, what your body needs. Everyone's DNA is a bit different. Mm -hmm. So you have to figure out what that means for you. Push past the fear, push past the idea of what a man is supposed to be and figure out what you need because everyone needs something a little bit different. You're not going to be taking the same vitamins that I take every day. My body's different. So you got to figure out what you need. And if you can figure out what you need, then you'll be better for the people around you. Mm -hmm. And that's what you really want. That's what you, you know, faking or Mm -hmm. trying to be. Mm -hmm. So the fear of not being okay. I think that we're actually afraid of not being okay. So we push past any inkling that may, you know, catalyze. I'm like, oh, I got a little, you know, sore muscle in my back. Well, I'm going to ignore it because that may mean that there's something wrong. <laughs> and now that sore muscle is a twisted <laughs> vertebrae or something. That's how I treat my car. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, okay, I hear some, but let me just turn the music up a little bit higher so, right. yeah, <laughs> so yeah. I don't hear it. Yeah, right. Well, uh, yeah, that's how I treat my relationships. <laughs> I'm seeing my therapist now. <laughs> uh-huh. Right. You know, we all treat our loved things like there's you know that they're perfect like there's nothing wrong with them like everything's Mm going to be all right no matter what Mm -hmm. and so we ignore the light that comes on or ignore the you know i don't know smirk or the you know terse response or something like that it's Mm -hmm. it's nothing it's no big deal yeah but it's a seed of you know a seed of you know whatever it is you need to actually focus on Mm -hmm. so I think us recognizing that it's okay to not be okay can be a big step in recognizing what you need so you can make what's not okay eventually okay. But you can't fix it if you don't know, you know, mm-hmm. you're not acknowledging it. Absolutely, man. And, you know, in this world where we do have to practice self-care and <clears throat> implementing it more in order to to acknowledge that we're like, you know, we're not okay. And we're trying to repair that not okay with like, all right, well, let's at least do something to where like, like we don't have to be perfect every day and be like 100% smiling out the door. But let's like, let's at least try to fix what's going on. And this doing that while also being in this world where we're demanded so much from ourselves. How do you find that balance between self-care and selflessness you know for a long time growing up I was called selfish because I would take time for myself or I would you know want to spend time outside of the unit family unit school unit church unit but I think what I could have done a better job is with communicating my needs I didn't know how to articulate what I actually needed and when you don't know how to articulate your needs, there's no way for anyone else to know what you need. And so for me, the answer to that question is communicating with oneself to know, oh, I want to do this because Tara Brock, one of my uh, meditative teachers, asks us to say, I think I need, I feel because... And if you can ask yourself, saying you're telling yourself, oh, I'm thinking this, and you say, well, 
I feel this and I need this because X, Y, and Z. If you can articulate those words, I encourage everyone to write this down because these simple words to anyone, anyone you interact with can open the door to what you actually need. Say it to yourself and then repeat it to others. I think I need, I feel, because. Mm -hmm. And to know that whatever the answer to those questions is okay. Mm -hmm. It's okay to not be okay. It's okay to need space. It's okay to need a drink. It's okay to need, you know, whatever it is you need. And then ask yourself, because I need a drink, because I need space, because... And then either do it or don't do it. But mm-hmm. at least you know at mm-hmm. this point mm-hmm. why you're feeling what you're feeling. Yeah. And that can unlock the door too. Yeah. Uh, and for anybody <clears throat> anybody listening who can't find the way to identify what they're feeling, one thing that I did kind of pick up from, I was watching Ayanla, um Fix My Life. Well, not really Fix My Life, but... It was the it was around the time like years ago when Karuchi broke up with Chris Brown mm-hmm. and she was on Ayanla's show and they yeah. were doing a sit down and everything. And Ayanla was like, Tell me what you feel and you know, she's emotional, she's breaking down a little bit and she kept she like her eyes are open, obviously. So she's looking around like I feel and then Ayanla told her, Close your eyes and she had to close it. And then she was saying, I feel, and then, you know, sometimes she would open him and she would have to remind her, close your eyes. Because when you're looking around, I know you're thinking, I know you're looking for something. You're looking for response to answer, which we all do on our everyday, like everyday, you know, looking around, trying to find the answer in our heads. But when we close our eyes, just like pay attention, like what am I feeling in my chest? Then we can answer that a little bit more better so that's just for anybody listening who's like I, I don't know how to tell what I'm feeling versus what I'm thinking that's that's a good trick that I picked up beautiful advice beautiful advice and that you know that's meditation right there you know that's going within and that's going within in a way that is safe that's healthy and that is quite inspiring I do meditate but I'm kind of still a rookie you know, I still do have those moments when I'm closing my eyes and I'm like, you know, I wonder what I'm about to eat. <laughs> or I wonder if the Lakers are going to make it to the playoffs or whatever is going to be. No. Like, it's, it's kind of t- <laughs> it's a simple answer. Right. But, but um, I, I want to know what are your what are your personal keys to meditation? Well, I, I really love to keep it simple. A uh, piece of advice I got from a mentor of mine was to try and meditate in the same place at the same time every day especially in the beginning and ironically i tell this to my patients about flossing like (laughs) (laughs) Uh you're gonna floss try doing it in the same place Uh at the same time of day Mm -hmm. every day Mm -hmm. and yes this is great advice why because it helps build a habit and if you're able to build a habit then you're able to build a foundation which you can build off of Mm -hmm. and so keeping my spine straight keeping my chin lifted about a 45 degree angle and keeping a smile on my face. If I can do these three things, then it doesn't matter where I meditate for how long I meditate. 
if I'm doing a guided meditation or a free meditation, it doesn't matter. If I can do those three things and I can center myself in a way where the meditation can be beneficial. And not that any meditation isn't beneficial. Like if you can just sit down in a comfortable position and straighten your spine, still your body, it doesn't matter what your thoughts are doing. Because guess what? That's the mind's job. It's right. the mind's job to be everywhere mentally. And so if you are trying to stop your mind, guess what? Your mind's pretty good at what it does. Mm-hmm. So it's going to do a better job at going than stopping. Mm-hmm. So the harder you push, the more you're going to actually think. So allow your thoughts to be. Be with them. See if you can even get deeper into your thoughts. And this can help you detach from identifying with your thoughts. Because think about any relationship in your life. You have a thought towards it, and you think that's how you feel about it. But it's not necessarily true. You can have random thoughts about your relationship that have nothing to do with who and what you are to that relationship. So I think Kanye has a song that I think about killing you or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, okay, this is a perfect example. This is what Kanye was trying to say, guys. Yeah. Kanye was trying to say, we are not our thoughts. Mm-hmm. Release identification to your thoughts. And if you can do that, then you can start to see who you actually are. Now we're getting into a bit of metaphysics and mm-hmm. you know all this stuff. But if you can be the observer to your thoughts, that's who you are. Mm. And so with, when medi- with meditation, it allows you to do that. Closing your eyes, putting a smile on your face, lifting your chin, straightening your spine, taking your deep breaths and noticing your breaths, all these things allow you to step outside of your body. Because guess what? When you're still, you're not thinking about what you're doing, moving, mm-hmm. and your mind eventually will get to a place where it will still as well. Mm-hmm. But it takes time. And so my advice to anyone who's looking to start meditation, I advise them to start small, five, ten minutes a day, and do it in a place that you feel comfortable in. It's challenging to medit- get to a point where you're meditating on an airplane, meditating on the street. Like these, you know, It's possible, and it is attainable, and you can do that too you want to challenge yourself but in the beginning if you want to gain confidence because i know a lot of people they start meditation oh i'm not doing it right i'm not feeling the effects i'm gonna stop and this is a common theme and you know curve of people who want to start meditating Mm -hmm. so you know even if it takes downloading an app i know for me i didn't start meditating until Actually, I started my healing journey. I was meditating until after I started seeing my therapist. Meditation was a tool that was given to me to be mindful. That way I can get a hold of my physiology and my body isn't reacting and allowing my actions to be dictated by my emotions. So I still my body. I be with my emotions. I feel where I'm feeling it inside my body. And I just let that be. And so... If you're starting meditation in the beginning, be gentle with yourself. You're not really going to feel the effects of meditation the first week, first month, but it's working. Mm -hmm. 
Perf, that's beautiful. And that's a perfect way to segue into my final question. What advice do you have to anyone who is having struggles with loving themselves or practicing self-care habits? Man, you know, <clears throat> when you sent me the prompts and I read this, actually, I had a nice cry with myself reading this question because I struggle with self-love, right? I struggle with recognizing that who I am, what I want is valid outside of the external validation that I get. And we all do, right? I did write something. Mm. I am here to say that it is not easy and it is okay not to have it figured out. You do not need anyone's validation because you belong. Your existence is all you need to validate you because none of us are perfect. And even when you think you have it figured out, you don't. So don't look outside of yourself for answers. The answers are truly within you. And if you find it within yourself before going to look for it in someone else. <laughs> Amen. That, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You know, I, I I beat myself up a lot, right? As a dentist, you don't you can't make a mistake, right? I mean, you don't want to be that patient where you know that your dentist is having a bad day, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like oh, the guy with the right. shaky hands, right? Yeah, yeah. You, that's not what you want, right? Yeah. So I pride myself on you know like a hundred percent, always being able to do what I need to do. Now, where it saves me is where I, I look at a situation or I look at a case and I say, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to put myself in that situation for the patient. There's someone else who can do a better job. Or, like, I know I'm going to be the best <laughs> person for you right now. No one's going to be able to do a better job than me right now. I mm -hmm. have those moments too. So, But it's a give and take, right? It's a balance. And so I have to honor myself with where I am every consecutive now that way I can make the best decision for the people around me, for my staff, for my you know, for my patients, all of it for myself. But that means having grace. That means being humble. There was a time in my career where I was like, Oh, I don't care who you are. I can do it. Bring it on. Uh -huh. You know, I'm going to do everything. Uh -huh. <laughs> oh man. And I took a couple L's, right? Mm. You know, no one got hurt or anything, but I definitely, someone else could have done a better job on this one. Mm. So you have to humble yourself and say, you know, you're not bad. You're not a terrible person. And my therapist told me this this morning and made me cry. I was like, thanks, man. Like, <laughs> uh -huh. No, I'm not a bad guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but what I did, even though it wasn't malicious, it was manipulative. Mm -hmm. And it was manipulative because I was manipulating myself into thinking that they cared about who and what I was. If I were just being my authentic self, that would have been just as fine than trying to be what I thought they wanted me to be. And so I ended up hurting people inadvertently, trying to be something I'm not thinking this is what the people want. And so to anyone who's listening out there, please be your most authentic self because it's the only way you're going to get what you say you want. And I'm still trying to figure out what it is I want. I think I'm getting a little bit closer. Every therapy session is like a little bit closer. Yeah. <laughs> it helps. It helps. Get a therapist to help. 
Man, it's not cheap though. I, like, <laughs> hey, no, like, thank you. Right, definitely that, say that. Like, like, yo, like I'm like you. You're not crazy. You just just broke. Yeah, <laughs> like man, I can't afford. Not, this. I yeah. can't afford the therapist. A lot of people can't afford that. I don't know what they have online. It's like I don't know cheap therapy. I guess it's like fast food. I don't. I don't know. Not to not to cut you off. The sure. first time I ever did therapy, I remember I was. Um, 21 years old and i remember i this was before covid so you could go in person and everything and sure. i remember i was sitting there and i get i was like because it's an hour long yeah and i'm like all right i seen your price yeah. so i got to get everything <laughs> off in this one hour <laughs> so i was going i was like starting from the i was starting from birth and i was just going <laughs> i was just going and then and she then, said <laughs> and then and then yeah. like she cut me off like at the 30 minute mark yeah and she was like just talking about herself, and she was like, "You know, this is sure. where I came from." And the whole time I'm sitting there, I'm like, "Yeah,", yeah. but the, in the back <laughs> of my head, I'm like, "All right, I got like I got 15 minutes Stop. left. I ain't even I ain't even get to like college yet. I cut off at 15." And I I remember I was just sitting there just stressing, and then um she got to the end of it, and I was like, "Do I still gotta pay all? <laughs> Do I still gotta pay?" And she was like, normally the first session, I talk a little bit by myself, so I only give half price. I'm sure, like, Whoa. good for her. Good for her. <laughs> like, yeah. Good for her. But yeah, definitely the price does play play a role. You but, know, save your money because it mm-hmm. is worth it. You know, I'd rather spend $150 on a therapist than $150 at the club where I know I'm be needing a therapist the next morning. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So it's not easy to do mental health, but there are some things, and there's resources out there that are free on the internet that mm. you can use to help supplement mm. i don't talk to my therapist every day I, there was a time where i was seeing you know three therapists and i was doing it a lot but you know after a time it just becomes maintenance mm-hmm. so now there are tools that i implement into my life there are you know lessons that i have learned there are things that i know and you know you just try and keep keep it going mm-hmm. keep honoring your journey Mm. You know, we're just gonna keep doing this until our time is up, and then it'll be the next generation's time to do their thing. Exactly. Try not to mess it up as bad as we have. <laughs> Couldn't have said it any better. And man, I I don't know. First off, I want to say um, thank you so much for doing this episode. Yeah, my pleasure. Um, this has been it, great. Thank you. Oh, yeah. This man. needs to happen. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Yeah. And, you know, it's going to be beautiful years down the line. And my kids are listening. She, they're like, who's that British guy? But, but I get got to. They're like, are you from London like now? Like, yeah. I'm African. And, it's, and, and the reason why, because, um, like, before, because we, we used to work together in the same um, dental office. Um, since then we both left but um before you came along mm-hmm. I was so used to I gotta give everything sure I gotta get mind body spirit yeah. everything yeah. to my coworkers and then to patients who are probably not gonna remember my name sure. however many six right. months from later right. but um I was so used to that and I was used to being exhausted mm. and getting home and having back pains and and so much to the point to where I'm like, all right, well, if I just get home and I just sleep 
immediately as soon sure. as I get inside before brushing my teeth and taking a shower, <laughs> I'll be good. There, were, there <laughs> were times where I, when I when I was like, all right, I got off work a little bit late. And if I get home, I'm only going to get like five hours of sleep. Mm-hmm. But if I sleep in my car, <laughs> <laughs> I could get that six hours and then I don't got to worry about getting up and getting dressed and all of this. I was like, yes, let's yeah, do that. Yeah, so um, I was, I'm saying all that because I'm like, I'm, like, I'm sure Kobe slept in the gym one night. Right? I'm, sure, I mean, <laughs> I'm like, man, Kobe, this isn't too right, far from what LeBron right, or Kobe right, did. Right, right. Yeah. So I was just so used to that and I was exhausted. And then um, I remember we were on the search for new doctors mm-hmm. and then the person, um, the the office manager said, "Oh, we're getting two new doctors." Sure. Told me a little bit about the other doctor, and then she said, "Oh, and then we're getting another one from Ghana." And I was like, "What?" <laughs> I was like, "The motherland." <laughs> and then I remember I, I didn't want to like die. And then she was like, "Yeah, he has a British accent too, sure. and he's cool." And then I was like, "I want to ask if he's black, but I don't know that." I- I don't know if that's going to read perfectly through text message. Right. So I'll wait till I get there. So I remember I got to the office and then um, one of the assistants was like, oh, yeah, uh, our other doctor, he's from Ghana. He's uh has a British accent. Sure. And then I was like, all right, I just got to ask this because ain't nobody else is here. I'm like, is he black? And she was like, yes, he's black. Six foot seven. And I was like, I was like, we're already friends. We're already friends. I'm jumping in his arms as soon as I see him. And he <laughs> and, did. And then, um, but, and then, um, fast forward to when, like, I actually got to see you in action. Yeah. You know, it, you know, it's always like I always micro assess everything sure. like because I want to take into consideration. I want to take in lessons and things when I become an official dentist. Sure. And um, I would watch you work all the way from like like how you like your your word patterns and like how slowly you would say certain things to patients all the way yeah. to <clears throat> how you would talk to kids to sure. how you would. If it was a kid in the chair, you would acknowledge the mom that's sitting sure. in the corner sure. and the other kid that's playing in the corner. Yeah. I, I, I took into assess all of that. Yeah. But the one thing that I noticed that you did that I've never seen any other doctor do <laughs> was telling them, okay, so do you grind your teeth? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, I grind my teeth. You know, I know it's bad. And then you would say, do you have a meditative practice? Uh, and then you go into talking about the cortisols sure. and like the jitters sure. and how stress could affect every day, yes. all yes. those things. Yes. And I was like, all right, I don't, like I don't understand why, but it's is nice. But then it, if you think about it, <clears throat> normally when patients grind their teeth, we just say, all right, here's a mouth guard. Sure. Now you could grind your teeth and not mess <laughs> up, not mess them up. Right. But you were getting down to the root. You were right. saying like, no, I want to ease the stress. Sure. All the, sure. all of those things. Right. And then we got to, we got closer and then we were just talking more about meditation and then self care and all of these different things. Yeah. And then I started to build it into my own life. Beautiful. And I, Telling all this long ass story because I want to say thank you so much for not for not for just like finding um, the office that I was working at and working there, too. Not just all the advice that you were given, but thank you for coming as your authentic self. And thank you just by doing that. 
you've managed to change my life and I'm sure so many other people's lives for the better. Thank like you. I, if I never would have met you, I never would have been meditating first thing in the morning, <laughs> turning my phone off for a whole day. Oh, my mama would have beat me. <laughs> like all of these different things because I, I made the decision. I want to take care of Wesley before I take care of everybody else. Thank and you. I want to just say thank you for thank that you. from the bottom of my heart and continue doing that because you're going to, the same change that you made in me, yeah. you're going to make to hundreds of uh, other people. Uh, and that's the beauty of life, man. You know, thank so, you so much. Thank you, man. Thank you so much for that. I, I, I feel honored to have been afforded the opportunity to be my authentic self. And, you know, I'm not always my authentic self, but in the moments where I am is where I feel most alive. So I try to incorporate that into my life in every aspect of my life. And it's not always pretty. I'm not always doing it right or doing a great job, but I am trying. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's all we can ask of ourselves. When you start your meditation practice or you go to your spouse to have that challenging conversation or you get up the courage to call that person, like just know there's no right way to do it. And the fact that you're stepping up to the plate just shows your level of intestinal fortitude, courage, and bravery. And if you got that, then you're golden. It doesn't matter what life brings at you the ebbs and flows are going to come and they're going to go but thank you for that i'm grateful thank you